Okay, Oyez Dalad, page 116. We're learning about how the animal soul conceals, hides, covers, and prevents the light of the neshama to be, from being revealed. And what the person's experiences as a result is that the Nefesh of Bahamas has this chutzpah, has this coldness and frigidity and insolence towards Yiddishkeit. And that's what causes people to say, well, this mitzvah I'll do, this mitzvah I won't do. And although we're dealing with things which are so precious, but the fact that we can just be so nonchalant about them and say, ah, this I'll do, this I won't do, is because of the indifference that the animal soul gives us, which is why it's called an animal soul. An animal is, some, is someone that, an animal is a thing, it is a creature that doesn't differentiate what it steps on. It steps on whatever it steps on. So, so too, the uh, animal soul when it envelops our neshama, and that, that's what we're feeling, our animals, not our neshama, so then that, that, that's what brings the, these, these, these various different kinds of uh, paradigms. Uh, this is, yeah, this, is, this one's important, this one's not so important. <laughs> How would we even know which ones are important, which ones are important? Like, where does it come from? And the answer is that we don't really, and the reason we make these distinctions is, oh, because I'm still a Jew of the Savera, this won't affect me. All these kinds of things come because we're, we're totally uh, cold, uh, there was a chassid in Pilo Someone once asked him, "What's the difference between the studies of Musr and the studies of Chassidus? Both are, you know, Teira. What's the difference?" So Pilo responded, a little bit of a uh, in your cheek. What's it called? In your cheek. Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. He said, this, "That most people they, they experience a difference between being pricked by a needle and being touched by a feather. But there are some people that don't experience the difference. What kind of people are those? Dead people." <laughs> that if someone's dead, so there's no difference. And it's a feather, or it's a needle. And he, he wanted to say not that my my Torah is better than your Torah, but he wanted to say underscore the the, the incredible power that is in Chassidus. Those who are sensitive to it. So in a similar way, uh, why is it that the, the, the animal soul makes a distinction and says, "Well, Kiddush on Friday night, that's important." I don't know. if it's Pasha Zacher. And uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, a, that's a big one. Where does it come from? It comes from the Hashem Bahamas, doesn't let us feel our Nisham, and therefore we feel this, this is important. It's not important. It's all our animal, our animal, our, 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 it's, it's our, our uh, indifference to, to, to spirituality that allows us to make these, these distinctions. So the So, uh, what you said yesterday, uh, after everyone left, was very, very powerful, and the Rebbe says it in many places elsewhere. Uh, but what I've said is, so I guess the only way to counter this is, and I quote, quote, I guess the only way to counter this, the shtus of Klippa is with shtus tiktusha. And uh, that's exactly right. The only way to counter shtus of Klippa is with the madness of, of, of the insanity of Klippa is with going beyond our rationale towards Ktusha. Um, it's And that's for two reasons. Uh, one reason is, as you said, because it's a counter. Everyone knows we have this attraction towards things we shouldn't be attracted to. We have this indifference to Tush that we shouldn't have. So, so because of the animal soul's presence, we have to counter that with Tush. That's true. And also, another reason, as everyone will say later, is that God isn't someone that we could understand. We can't grasp God with our minds. As Al Yonavi said, no fucking grasp you. Therefore, in, the only way to get to God is to letting go of your Seichel going beyond, beyond, beyond your mind. Okay. Um, but, let, but, but before we go back into the Shtusik Dusha arena, uh, we're going to discuss a little bit more the exact 
There's an important distinction that I was going to tell us about the animal soul's envelopment of the neshama. It doesn't cover everything. And uh, I think the reason why this is important to know is because it tells us a lot about who we are. You, you think that you're the guy who's indifferent, but, but does it, that's because part of you is being concealed. Part of who you really are is being covered. But the part which isn't being covered, I'll show you how, what, what your reaction is. Let's go. On the the fact that the animal soul covers the godly soul, the spirit of, of, of foolishness that covers and conceals of the light, the light of truth, the light of revelation. The fact that the world hides Hashem from us, that only affects the emotions, the feelings of the neshama. It does not affect the essence of the neshama. Yaakov is called, the Jewish people are called, the rope of his inheritance. The Nisham is attached to Hashem with a rope that is strung from 613 strands. The Nisham itself is this rope. Your Nishama is your bond, is your rope that attaches you to Hashem. It's called a rope because it attaches you to Hashem. That's, that's, that's what your neshama is. Your neshama attaches you to Hashem. The neshama itself has in it 613 strands. As it says in Tanya, chapter 51, the neshama has 613 different kinds of energies. Why does the neshama have that number of energies? A person must say, says the Talmud, the world was created for me. Instead of that being a narcissistic statement, that's in a, a very um, powerful statement regarding our responsibility for what's happening. The world was created for me. The Friedrich has said during World War II that every single Jew has to know their responsibility in regards to davening and what they could do and talking to Hashem. It's to know you are you matter. You could do something. The whole world was created for you. You could do something about what's going on. So the whole world was created for you means that you have a responsibility to take care of the whole world. What about the world that you're supposed to do? Are you supposed to address? The The word world comes from the word word concealment. Why did God make this concealment? Why did God make what's called in Kabbalah the first symptom, the first consumer of godliness, which, unlike, other, unlike all the other contractions of godliness, this contraction was total. The first symptom was a total removal of the revelation of Hashem that was pre-symptom. Of course, we, we learn Chassidus and we know that it wasn't, you can't say that it that affected God's essence, you can't even say that it's real, but uh, whatever it was, it was different than all the post other tzimtzum, which were just a change of degree of how much godliness was revealed, this was a total concealment of godliness. Of course, not real, God is still here, and God's light is still here, but it is, what's unique about that tzimtzum is that, that total darkness after that tzimtzum, and why did Hashem make that tzimtzum? Why, why was he interested in, in turning off the lights? We say in Davening every day by Mairev. In Mairev we say the first bracha we say, um, Hashem moves uh, light in the face of darkness, and He moves darkness away for light. And the simple meaning of the Pasuk is, of this sentence in Davening is, that Hashem takes away the day and brings the night, Hashem takes away the night and brings the day. 
But the Rebbe Rashab says, Goyal means Hashem takes away the light that was existed before the Tzimtzum. Why does He take away that light? How did He take away that light? With the Tzimtzum. He brought instead the darkness of the Tzimtzum. But and after the Tzimtzum, after the darkness, Hashem brought again this tiny bit of light that emerges through the Tzimtzum. So, why did that whole thing happen? The whole thing happened because of David Labelle. What they were off to do with the Tzimtzum. It's all because it's all of you. Because Hashem wants you to do something about it. So that you should purify it and refine it. Hashem made the world, every step of the spiritual cosmos, um, altogether, is connected to the number 613. And that's why God made you with 613 soul energies. Why? Hashem gave you 613 energies, which those 613 energies, each of them is dependent on a certain mitzvah, the 613 mitzvahs. Jew. Oh, thank you very much. If you want to turn them off, that will be great. If you want to turn them off, that will be nice. I think so. Um... So there's 613 soul energies, and these 613 soul energies are connected to the 613 mitzvahs. And it's the 613 levels of the entire spiritual cosmos, so it's all connected. Hashem made the world with 613, and He made you with 613, and He made the mitzvah 613, because you are supposed to use the 613 mitzvahs to change what's going on in the entire world. This... <laughs> the neshama attaches you to Hashem. Just like a, a rope, a rope, a rope attaches two things. Two things, A and B, are attached by the rope. Though the, the rope causes these two things to become one. So, to the neshama is attaching you to the Ebishta. The neshama causes the Jew and the Hashem to become one. One and the neshama is attached to heaven. Getting technical, that means the lower level of hay in God's name. There's two hays in God's name. The lower hay of God's name is in the neshama attaching itself to the higher three letters of God's name. That's one end of the rope. The hay tata, the part of the neshama which is in the body, is attached to the to going is attached to Yukivov. And there's another part of the Nishama which is in your body animating it. So there's one part of the Nishama attached to Yukivov. Another part of the Nishama animating your body and so, so that that's the um, those are the two ends ends of the rope. The Torah says many different titles to the Jewish people. Yaakov, Yisrael, it says Mashiach will come, it will be called Yeshurun, as you mentioned every day in the, in the Karbanis. So why in this Pasuk, which talks about the Jewish people being a rope, the, the, the Neshama being a rope, uh, why in that Pasuk does the Torah emphasize that our name is called Yaakov? And the Torah is doing this because the Torah wants us to know like this. You may think that your Neshama is a Yaakov kind of Neshama. You're, you have a Neshama from like grade D. You have a great deen neshama. You're from the heel kind of the neshamas. So you may think your neshama is not connected to God's essence. 
Therefore, the Torah says, even a Yaakov, even the heel kind of Neshamas, are also connected to God's essence. The Jewish people are, so to speak, the inheritance of Hashem. And through, this, through their Neshamas, the Jewish people are attached with an absolute bond with Hashem. Okay. So when a Jew denies Hashem, this is the last line of page 116, and we're about to transfer to one page 170. The, the, when a Jew denies Hashem, or a Jew does a sin which is punishable by excision, by Hashem being cut off, so that's something. So every mitzvah, every avera, as we shall see, either takes off a strand or attaches that strand. But there's some things that touch the whole thing, that affect the entire connection. When a Jew denies Hashem, or a Jew does one of the sins which are punishable by Karis, so that touches the entire rope. So how could a Jew deny Hashem? We just learned from Tanya that a Jew is never able to sever that bond, no matter what. So there's always got to be a little, little, little strand there somewhere. So the truth is that... Um, uh, you must must be uh, uh, you must be working in the credit card processing or something because um, because you you, you you know about the the, the back door uh, all the back the fine print the, the way the way to get in so but when we talk about the credit repair credit repair yeah, yeah something like that so the the shama um, in our body karis uh, means chasasholm that the shama in the body is detached from the shama that is higher than the body, neshama, which is, which is in, in, the, in the higher world. But the neshama, which is in the higher world, is still attached. So all you need to do, once that part is cut off, is to, uh, to connect to the essence of your neshama, in, 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 which has never been cut off. So you can technically be cut off from the three lower levels, the two higher levels. Well, you're right. Okay. So all the, all the internet and all genetic information works on the same principle. Between a messenger and a receiver, there's a circuit, okay? But then there's an observer, and the observer gets the original message from the receiver. And anything that the, anything that the receiver doesn't get, the, mess, the, the observer is able to pick up the defects in the message and recorrect. This is what our genes do when we wake them up. And like, I gotta talk to you about this. Just what, what, what do our genes do? We used to think that genes have no control on us at this point. You can't grow a new brain, you can't grow new eyes, you can't regenerate anything. That's absolutely not true. Okay. We still have in us a bunch of genes called sirtuin genes, and these genes can reactivate our stem cells and program us back wow. to the same informational level that we had as a fetus of the stem cell activation. And it goes back to the theory of internet, which goes back to how the internet is able to transfer messages back and forth, observe the the defects at the end, and then rebroadcast the correcting message until you wow, know, the receiver wow. gets it right. Because it's done at the speed of light, the speed of electron transmission. That's incredible. So you probably know what his question was. Well, because <laughs> you could have to recreate it. Yeah. Well, what was your question there? That was amazing, by the way. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Right, did you have a question? I'm going to send it to you. Somewhat. Okay, we'll, we'll go back to let's you. Just, let's just continue. Okay. You, you know what you just said, by the way? I, somewhat. Unbelievable. Well, that after receive. It's not much Mashiach, like what you're saying. I know that. Well, there to receive, Kam Nasechem Dil Nechem Lekechem. Says in the Torah, your sins separate between you and Hashem. The Lekechem Pishal Kashachem. It says your sins separate between you and Hashem. 
Rebbe Rashab once said, there's nothing that separates a Jew and, a, and Hashem, even a Veris. A Veris to do tshuva. If a chas person is not healthy, then it's really hard. So you have an important role with Dr. Bresman. you got to help us keep us all healthy. So, so uh, the, it says in the Torah, though, if it, without the Shuvah, what does it say in the Torah? Your sin separate between you and Hashem. It doesn't say between you and Hashem. It says between your God. So Chassidus explains, when it says your God, means the godliness of your Neshama. Your sin separate between you and your Neshama. So these kinds of sins, they affect the entire connection. The denying Hashem, Kares, that affects the whole thing. You do but concerning the essence of the neshama, there can be nothing that covers and conceals. So then, when something comes up that will affect the entire connection, that can come separate from As we said earlier, a Jew does not want no matter what, and it cannot and it cannot separate himself from Hashem. Therefore, he feels this. He feels this because this he, 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 it's it's something which affects the entire connection. Avo. The more important question is observe. It's not about that. The question is about us. The question is how can we do with other averas? Aren't doesn't every avera separate us from Hashem? And if it doesn't, so what's the big deal? Av b'shar averas. One hand on the avera, and you have one hand on the other rope that's still attached, and you're swinging back and forth like. Listen to what the Rebbe says. If there's no punishment of Kares, then it's an individual strand. It's not the whole connection, it's an individual strand. Therefore, you don't feel them as much. But even though the truth is, if you transgress one of the mitzvahs of Hashem, that Hashem said to do, and you don't do it. Or you do one of the things that God said not to do. So even though the truth is, even though through this you're cutting off one strand, in this particular issue, this is the essence of this bond with Hashem. This matters, this connects you to Hashem. Not only is this strand touching the essence of the neshama, but more than that, this strand, when it's gone, the whole rope is weaker. So despite the fact, the truth is that it separates you from Hashem. And despite the fact that it affects your very essence, you're tearing off a limb. Yet, still, since it's only one particular strand, you don't feel it as much. Regarding an individual strand, there the animal soul's feelings can hide and conceal the Galia soul's feelings. You cannot feel... Ah. You know how kids can be so mean? It doesn't tell you that children can be very cruel. Their minds aren't developed. They don't, they don't sense other people. The question is, I don't know. They're, um, they're unaware. So, so the nefesh of a kiss in the shama feels stuff. It bothered by stuff. It it cares about stuff. So, so it's it's similar to we're like that little child who doesn't know that you're mamish. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't want to say anyone's name, but someone was a chazan on Friday night, and some other children were like, huh, he's a chazan. Well, it bothered me to no end. For me, that that's like that's in the terror that that. Uh, that if you embarrass someone in public, you don't have a share in the world to come. 
And it says in the Pelish Asfarim, why don't you have a Shosher in the world to come? If you embarrass someone in public. Because if you're in a world to come, imagine you're full of light over there, world to come. It's different than Disneyland. Disneyland, you're, once you're in Disneyland, you go on all the rides, right? But in the world to come, you're, you're, you're enveloped by God's light, but if you're not, you don't fit there, it won't do anything for you. If, if, if you're, uh, you're in the world to come, but not really get it, you can be in those great, fantastic world to come. So someone who is so low that this pillar should have said, who can embarrass someone in public, the world to come won't do anything for him. <laughs> he's, he's explaining a deeper meaning in the words, you don't have a share in the world to come. He's saying, first of all, um, uh, there, I think the Ramam says that when it says that you don't have a share in the world to come, it doesn't mamish mean that you, don't, you lose your entire Ganadin. It means something similar. To that and this Pelashev says, what is it, something similar that it means? It means that you go to the world to come and you and, and you're not even able to experience it. Because you, you, your neshama is too coarse to, to, to get it. So this is just an aside. This is I'm trying to bring out that when we talk about the neshama, um, but a Jew being unaware of a, a sin that he's doing, shat is that, that that we're so insensitive we don't even realize what a mitzvah is, what a navet is. We, we don't feel it. But the truth is that there's something really happening. We're, we're like the person able to embarrass someone in public and not even get that what, what he's doing. So, so, so to Neshama is being, like, the brothers from Yosef in a pit, that, you know, you know, it, it, that, that's what's happening whenever a Jew does something wrong. It's like taking Yosef, your Yosef, your Neshama, and throwing him in a pit. So, that's only possible for other sins, not for Kareis, not for denying Hashem. Why if not for those things? Because for Kareis and things that deny Hashem, there it's clear that the whole connection is being gone. But the truth is that every time you, 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 you do an Avera, you're cutting off part of Nisham. You're taking off a limb. So, bottom line is, your feeling is if your animal soul prevent you from feeling the feelings of your Nisham. That means the spirit of idiocy of the Sitra Achra that covers and conceals the light of truth. You don't feel the light of Hashem. This is how you, go, you fall from stoop to stoop. Until you're able to do a sin. Why you'll do a sin? Because this Ruach Shtus makes you insensitive to what's really going on. And the Rebbe said before, the way to counter it, as we shall see in the tomorrow, which Hashem is with Shtus to Dusha, to, to being attached to the Abishter beyond logic and reason. Any, any questions before we break for today? Today is Rosh Hashanah for Torah. I don't know if you were here last night, but today is the day when the Rebbe began the campaign of Torah. The Rebbe said today that we should conquer the world with Torah. And just, I'm not going to get into why, but Rosh Hashanah for trees is Rosh Hashanah for Torah. The decisions that we make in regards to Torah study, and we add in Torah study today, which just like a tree produces fruit, something which is geshmak, something which is, which, something which is enjoyable, so too uh, we're empowered today to add in our Torah, not just to add in Torah, but add in Torah with, survey says, with geshmak. Very good. Okay. Oh. Yeah.